It's your girl, Jerry Alicia. And your girl, Alicia J. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? This is the Journey to Motherhood podcast. So, y'all, it is September. I can't believe we are already nine months into this year. It has been a very interesting year this year. Um, I can't say that I want it to be over because it's been a good year. But if we can kind of go past some stuff that we've been through this year, I'd be good. I don't know about y'all, but I would be good. Um, So, y'all, we have a jam-packed episode for y'all today. As you know, September is PCOS Awareness Month, so that is what we're going to talk about today. Um, And before we get too much into it, I just want to go over some facts about PCOS. So, number one, PCOS, if you don't know, it stands for Polycystic Ovarian Syndrome. That's a whole mouthful. Wow. Um, And basically, what PCOS is, it's a variable disorder that is marked especially by amenorrhea, which is a missed period, hirsutism, which is hair growth in a male-like pattern, obesity, infertility, ovarian enlargement, and it's usually inflated, initiated by an elevated or luteinizing hormone, which basically triggers ovulation. Um, androgen or estrogen, which results in an abnormal cycle of gonadotropin release, which is basically what causes your hormones to make estrogen, which we need to do women things. And so, yeah, all that is caused by PCOS and it releases into your pituitary gland. That's all I got for y'all on the facts of PCOS today because I don't I don't live that life. Um, and Alicia has told me that she doesn't live that life. But we have a surprise for y'all. We have somebody that has actually been through PCOS and she's going to come on and she's going to talk to us. She's going to give us the scoop on what it's really like living with PCOS and all that other good stuff. So y'all, welcome Miss Tawanda Glover. Hey, love. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. So ladies, if you didn't know, me and Tawanda actually did a live on her channel um, a couple of weeks ago. So you can go check that out on Facebook. If you're in the womb prep group, it is, it is shared to that. But Tawanda, just, just go ahead, introduce yourself to the people, tell us about you, and then just tell us what your journey has been like. Sure. Well, my name is Tawanda Glover. I am 39 years old. I will be 40 um, this upcoming January. Um, I am a mother of a beautiful six-year-old daughter that's about to be seven that doctors said was impossible due to PCOS. My miracle baby. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So I'm a a walking, living miracle. I am a a minister of the gospel. I am a realtor. And I am a person that was on the trying to conceive journey and and, and the journey to motherhood. And hope to be back on it soon once I get married. (laughs) But, but, you know, I've I've had PCOS. Um, Well, let me take it back. I was diagnosed officially with PCOS at the age of 18. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I got my cycle when I was 12 years old, and I noticed something from the very beginning. I didn't get it every month. So mm. I I wasn't the, the teen that could count the 28 days and all of that. Like, at first, when I first started my cycle, it would come, like, maybe once every four to six months. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, honestly, yeah, and I I wasn't really telling my mom because I didn't think anything was wrong. 
Um, mm. And when it came, it was very painful. I, you know, I, I just had horrible, horrible cycles. And then as a teen, I'm, um, we can keep it real on the podcast, can we? But- yes, yes. So as a teen, you know, they have little boyfriends and then they make you, you do little things you're not supposed to do. And <laughs> I, I noticed in my being grown and fast that I wouldn't use, uh, we wouldn't use protection because we were just hot. But we, we're just a little hot. And, you know, condoms were nowhere on the agenda. And, and yeah, so things would happen, things would be released, and I would never get pregnant. I'm talking mm-hmm. never, never got pregnant. So I started thinking about it. I said, like, oh, Lord, you're keeping me. You're keeping me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're keeping me. <laughs> and, um, and I said, I said, oh, you know. Now just... that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not something wrong, but Lord, you're keeping me. Because, right. you know, you're in the Thank you. Right. That's all she's saying. Lord. Yes, he is a keeper in oh, my sin. Lord have mercy. But... <laughs> That <laughs> yes, but but that that's what I thought. Uh, well, he was keeping me, but um, my my first uh, how I came to the diagnosis was I started to have a lot of pain, and what happened was it became unbearable, and it was mm-hmm. particularly in my left side. So I went to the gynecologist. They did an ultrasound, and they saw I had a large dermoid cyst. And if you Google a dermoid cyst, you will probably vomit because they're disgusting. So dermoid I'm so glad you said that before I got on my computer and Googled it. Thank you. Because <laughs> I really was about because my computer is sitting Yeah, and I'm gonna spell it for you so y'all can look it up. But it's I'm not gonna look it up. But here here's the thing is very interesting because within it's kind of gross, but it's interesting. Within that cyst anything can be produced that's a part of a human body. Oh, yeah. So, so like teeth and hair. And I have my doctor oh, telling me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was telling me about that because I have cysts. I don't have PCOS, but I have cysts. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how she has had removed a few cysts. And she was telling me, like, some of them had hair and teeth. I was yes. like, this is crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I See, always uh, call this a little gremlin. I'm like, Lord, I had a gremlin growing in me. Right, right. And I I went to the, you know, it was hurting. I was young. Um, By that time, I was, um, well, I'd already gone to the gynecologist and and they saw like the string like pearls around my ovary. And so the gynecologist at 18 told me I had PCOS. I got the dermoid cyst when I was about 21. And so I had the option to get it removed. Now, my understanding was he was going to go in, open the ovary, detach the dermoid cyst, suture the ovary back up, and that was it. Well, Mm -hmm. when I went in, I went in with two ovaries, two fallopian tubes, and a uterus. And when I woke up, I had one fallopian tube, one ovary, and a uterus. So Ooh, wait, wait, this math, wait, 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 this math is not adding up. Uh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, the whole ovary, what is going on here? It was What's easier. He snipped it all out. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So I was depressed. I was devastated. 
because I'd already been, let me say how good God is. I was already diagnosed with PCOS, which cut my chances according to society. Totally. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I was already not ovulating. I was already missing periods. So I could already not calculate anything. (laughs) And I had to take medication to have a cycle. So when, when I woke up to that, I, I really got depressed because I said my chances were already cut with PCOS, but now you've literally taken half mm-hmm. <laughs> of my mm-hmm. reprodu- reproductive organs. And okay, God, you have one side to work with at a uterus. I know you're able, but honestly, it was like, okay, I might as well just get used to not. I'm, I probably won't have a baby. And when mm-hmm. asked why he didn't sever it, he said when he went in, it just looked worse. But then I found out he had like 10 surgeries lined up. So I don't think that was the case. I think he was rushing. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if that plays into like the whole African-American woman thing. I think so. How, you know, now they're like rushing you to give birth, rushing you to have C-sections as opposed to a natural birth. They don't really pay that much attention to you once you give birth that's a whole nother podcast so let me not go down that is, that's that's uh that's a whole other thing because i'm over it yeah yeah but it's true it's very true and, right and i i truly believe that i was uh, a part of it <laughs> seriously um, i was young didn't have any children when i went to my next gynecologist she was furious she was furious she said it takes more time, but he literally just snipped possible birth away from you. And I was devastated. And, and you know, God brought me through that. Um, but yeah, with, with that, um, you know, with the PCOS, the symptoms that I had really early on was I, I never knew what clear skin was. I've always mm-hmm. had acne. So that, that was an indication. And not just that, I was super hairy. Like I was hairy like a guy. And wow. I, yeah, I had, I, I have hair on my knuckles, my toes. Like I was hairy. When I would shave, it would just all come back. So um, when they talk about like even male pattern, um, hirsutism and things like that and male pattern balding, I never had the balding portion but I do know some young ladies that did like they would have the middle of their head bald, you know, oh like a male. Goodness. Yeah. Um, now for me, when I did get pregnant, I actually started growing. It was fine hair, but the more, like the more I, I got pregnant, like my breasts got hair on them. So it really? was fine. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like, like male at that hair. point, I feel like, Real Jesus, like what is, what's happening? <laughs> like, what? Like, what is I'm happening? telling you now. I'm glad it wasn't the coarse curly stuff, but right? <laughs> it was that the fine really stuff. Weird. Yeah, yes. but my pores on my breast opened up and hair came. I was like, what in the world? Um, I know women that literally have to shave like a man every day for the oh hair on their face. Like they have the five hour shadow, five o'clock shadow. Um, and they have PCOS. So different women have different symptoms. And yeah, it, it's just different for, for a lot of women. I did lose like half of my hair um, density. Um, mm. It didn't happen overnight. But over a, a period of some months, I noticed that my hair had just come out extremely. And um, mm. all of that was a part of it. 
The thing about PCOS, though, especially back then, is doctors didn't know. They didn't know what to do. They mm-hmm. would give you metformin and, and say, go have a good day. And metformin is, is, is a diabetic medicine, and they use it for the insulin resistance, but they also use it for weight loss. Now, when I first took it, I lost a lot of weight, but it, it kept you in the bathroom most of the time. But after more research and studying, I was told it's not that good for you. You just have to be mindful. But that that was all most doctors did. Just throw you on metformin. And if you wanted to have a baby, they would give you metformin and clomid together if you had PCOS. So it, it's been a journey. But God, they had told me when they took out my other side, they said, well, with the PCOS and with you now only having one ovary, more than likely you're going to have to get your right ovary removed at some point. Because then that one with the other ovary gone, then your right ovary is going to be overworked, quote unquote, and it's mm-hmm. going to keep developing more cysts. But I thank God um, for his grace and mercy because I have not suffered from a ruptured cyst or anything like that on my ovary in a while. So I'm, good. Yeah, I'm so thankful. Um, I'm, I'm forever thankful. But yeah, PCOS has a lot of looks. Um, it has a lot of different symptoms. A lot of things I went through, I didn't know why, but it was the hormonal imbalance. Like I said, for me, it was it was the mood swings. I would catch an attitude at the drop of a dime, <laughs> like <laughs> happy. What do you want? You know, like um, oh my goodness, yeah, it was extreme. I would be extremely nice, but then you do one thing wrong, and it's like hey, I, 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 I. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> something wrong with me, but. <laughs> <laughs> like okay something's wrong with me that's how you know it's this is a lot yes yes it was very emotional and then dating dating with it was so hard because having that conversation with a guy you really don't know if you're gonna be forever with I you know mm-hmm. it's like hey I don't know if I can have a child that's a whole nother podcast all within itself too but, oh, yeah. girl I know I'm, I'm unmarried and you know going through this infertility journey so you know, having that conversation is so awkward and it's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it it is. It's like, is there ever a right time, you know? And um, so that's why you have to make sure they're God sent because if they're God sent, then he'll understand. Exactly. And and he'll walk that journey with you, you know? Um, But for me at the time, my husband, he's my ex-husband now, but my husband at the time, he you know, he was my best friend and we got through the journey and I literally pushed him away. Um, Jerry and I, we talked about that um, a little, I, I pushed him away, you know, and was like, go find you somebody that for sure can have your baby. And <laughs> it, yeah, it's a hard thing. Um, but he got through it with me. He got through it with me and God blessed us. The same week that they told us there was nothing they could do. They told us that that Monday. I was in and out of the hospital for ruptured cysts on my right ovary. Mm-hmm. And I believed, I kept replaying the words of the doctor in my head saying, you're probably going to lose your right ovary because it's going to produce even more cysts. And that's what was happening. I was in the mm-hmm. ER every other night having to get shots for pain um, wow. because it was that intense. And he wow. was with me. And that I was told that that Monday, that Friday, I found out while being in the ER getting an ultrasound for a ruptured cyst. There was a baby. Wow. What? Yes, that, listen, that, that didn't even God. show up two days prior. 
because I'd just been to the ER. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look God. at God. God. Man, listen. <laughs> God. Y'all can't tell me what God ain't gonna do. That's right. Come on now. Yes. yes. Listen. Yes. He's able. And, and what blesses me so much, I said, oh, God, you have a sense of humor. He broke the fraction down all the way down. Like, oh, okay, no, I don't want a 50% chance. Mm-mm. I don't even want a 40% chance. Let me break you down to the 10% chance. Right. Let me break oh you down God. to the 5 Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to show you that I'm God and nobody else could do this but me so that you can give others hope. Yeah. He did just that. Hallelujah. He did just that. Yes. He did just yes. that. Yes. So, I had my baby girl and <laughs> Like I say, in the middle of the nose, in the middle of the ruptured cyst, in the middle of the PCOS going crazy, it happened. It was in the middle of the chaos. The miracle was already taking place. And it was it was going through yeah. the journey to get through that one fallopian tube to be implanted in, in the uterus. So in the pain was the blessing, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Oh, yeah. God. And so that's good. how God worked. Yes. And that's how he absolutely, yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, I love that. Wow. All I can say is wow right now. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Yes. Wow. Like I'm telling but you, awesome. Now, you said that you um ended up not staying with your husband. Um, if you don't mind me probing, what was what ended up happening? Y'all had this miracle and then all of a sudden Yes, honestly, mental health issues um that I thought was happening. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. you know, with that and, and, and I wanna say something to people and this is not not to take away from him at all, but I wanna I mm-hmm. wanna bring it to the singles. When you're seeking mm-hmm. God or positioning yourself to be found by your uh, by your mate, and mm-hmm. you're you're working in God and mm-hmm. you're being in God, make sure that you follow Him and His guidance, and not your anxiousness. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. me, it was my anxiousness, and 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 we talk about it all the time. He's still healing from it, but we talk about it all the time. It's a matter of at the end of the day. God didn't tell me to marry you. I married you because mm. I knew you loved me. I didn't consult God for, mm-hmm. to see if you was it. I felt like you would have mm-hmm. been a great father. And to be totally honest, I wanted a baby quick. So that's mm-hmm. realness for you. Can we just pause right there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's all the way real. Because let's, let's just be honest, y'all. Some mm-hmm. of us, we have not asked God about our husband. That's right. That's so right. we mm-hmm. trying to figure out why all this mm-hmm. stuff is going on. That's, that's right. a good prayer point for you. She just gave y'all a prayer point. Yeah, y'all didn't even. <laughs> she just gave y'all a prayer point. Yeah. Lord, is this my husband? That's but right. That's the whole prayer. That's uh, right. Um, because mm-hmm. sometimes, especially when we're on this journey, we can want a baby so bad that we'll do yeah. anything. We'll do anything mm-hmm. yes. anything mm-hmm. absolutely we'll look past all the time we we would condone behavior we wouldn't normally condone we'll That's act right. like ourselves just to have a baby and it and it reminds me of something one of my friends told me she said don't want the promise more than you want the promise keeper and that's what a lot of that's us do it. that's it yeah that part right there mm-hmm. the promise is great the promise is going to be the promise regardless of what happens 
But at the end of the day, are we making an idol out of it? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly. And that's what I did. That that that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And you know the craziest part is some of my uh, my siblings saw it and they knew. And and it wasn't mm-hmm. until after the divorce one of them told me she said I know you did it like that because you knew he would be a great father, but you also was ready to have a baby because you didn't know if you were able to. And mm-hmm. it was the truth. Like, I loved him, but I didn't consult God to make sure he was my husband. He was a great friend, but I put him in the position of husband. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. I had my heart broken and he had been pursuing me still for years. We had been in a relationship for years on and off. And after I had my heart broken the last time I called him up, I was like, you still want to get married? He was like, yeah. I said, okay, let's set it. And that was it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. I need to digest that for a minute. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Tawana was out here bold in these streets. <laughs> okay. Tawana was like, look, this is what I want. You already did to me, so let's just make it happen. So I can have this baby. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Ladies, we're all shooting your shot, but uh, make sure it's the right shot, okay? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't be shooting in the dark, Exactly. Right. exactly. He's, he's such a dope guy. Like He's a great guy, super nice. But it was just like, okay, you know, after when life begins to happen and then you're like, oh God, you're praying, oh God, help this. And then we're going to counseling. And then the root, the root of it all is he wasn't it to begin with. You put this together. (laughs) You you put it together. When I got married, I got married for forever. But uh, (laughs) it was like, oh, wait a minute. Why did I do this? Wait, what? What? And it's like, what did you expect? Ooh. Now now here comes the flowers from the seeds that you sow. <laughs> and I didn't right. want those blooms. <laughs> right. That's yeah, I, I didn't want that flower arrangement. It's supposed to be roses, but it ended up being cactuses. Cacti. <laughs> no. That's, that's a no, that's a no yeah. go for sure. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, you know what? Good on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. But he went through the journey with me. Um, You know, he was there for an appointed time. Uh, like, we're still friends. Of course, we have our, our beautiful daughter, Um, you know, long and, you know, and go from there. But I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> I won't do that again. But... <laughs> Not without his guidance, you know, so. And that's the key. Um, and that's with any part of this journey, because mm-hmm. say you are married and you didn't marry the right God, but you're taking the wrong path to motherhood. You have to exactly. really ask, God, okay, God, how you want this thing to play out again? Because exactly. I, I just need to be sure so I don't be out here spending unnecessary money, wasting that's folks' right. time or mm-hmm. anything like that. So it's always good to have those type of conversations with God. Be like, God, okay. I know this is what I thought, but it's just what you said. Exactly. I know. exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now I do have a question going back to the PCOS. Now, when we were sure. when you were pregnant, mm-hmm. how did that affect you? Like how was were you still going through pain with PCOS while you were pregnant? What are, yes. were you considered high risk? Yes. So here here is it is funny. But I'm so thankful, and I, I always almost break into tears. 
So at 14 weeks, I got like, I was always in a lot of pain. But at 14 weeks, I was mm. able to do like an early gender ultrasound. And oh, drove, okay. to Greenville, mm, drove to Greenville to get, get that done. While doing the ultrasound, guess what was there? A, a large cyst. A mm-hmm. large cyst. Oh, wow. The baby was growing and she was like lying on like near and around the cyst because mm-hmm. I carried very small. Like the way I look now, I'm, I weigh more now than what I was at full-blown pregnancy. Like I carried oh, wow. super small. I, I lost weight. I actually lost almost 20 pounds when I got pregnant with her. Wow. And um, yeah, so everything and I'm was sure that really was a tight. concern too. It was. It was mm-hmm. because they ended up putting me on six months of bed rest. Wow. Um, because I carried small. Then I had to keep having my fluid and stuff monitored because everything was so compact. They had to smash and make sure there was enough amniotic fluid. And, but with that carrying his small, you feel everything. I'm sure. Yeah. So with that on the screen, it was like this big half or uh, half moon looking shape. And the lady was like, do you suffer with this? I said, yes. She said, here's a cyst. The baby's like laying on a part of it. And we were, our mouths just dropped. But yeah, I was still suffering with that, even even while it was happening. And while I was pregnant, I said, God, you use your miracle that you've given me to touch it and to heal me from the inside out. And that was my prayer. But yeah, she was growing on top of it. So I would be in a lot of pain. I I would be be in a lot of pain. but eventually that one, it ruptured and I felt when it ruptured. It feels like there's no denying when you have a ruptured cyst. My daughter Absolutely. actually, yeah, mm-hmm. gave the best ex- explanation. It feels like somebody poured raw alcohol, you know, like oh, on your yes. inside. Yes, that is like the, that is the description. Yes. Isn't that perfect? And you, can, you can't even, like you, you, it'll make you crawl up into a ball. Yes. Like it's yes. like, the first time I had a cyst, and I'm a, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, 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 first time fine. I ever had a cyst rupture, I thought I was dying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was by myself in the house, and I had no idea what was going on. I was oh. like, what in the world? And, like, you can't move. Like, nope. I could not move. It nope. paralyzed. Like, it is no joke. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Way oh, more than yeah. I do. <laughs> That's why I was in the hospital every other night because the pain, the pain for mine, like they would literally grow and blow up and rupture in record time. I was literally I mean, in the ER two weeks straight, like every other night. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it was that bad. Oh my God. It was that bad. Um, some nights crazy. I got shots, other nights they just gave me fluid. So, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I was considered high risk and, um, and they told me I would forever be considered high risk at this point. But if I were to have a child again, um, but yeah, so it, it was tough, but it was worth it. She came out healthy of uh, five pounds, 14 ounces. She was a little bag of sugar. Hey. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was a little, little, little bag. Um, now my, my birth, um, was different. I don't think the PC, I don't know if the PCL has really contributed to it, but um, I, the, the great part is I did not have, uh, diabetes during my pregnancy. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Which was hot more likely for me because of the insulin resistance and Mm -hmm. stuff. But no, Mm -hmm. I didn't have it. And um, the birth was a little traumatic. Uh, they, I had, they had to put me all the way under. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't get numb. I, the anesthesiologist, my body was stressed, and I was numb on, on one side, and had full labor going on on the other half of my body. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, my blood pressure shot up. The baby's pressure, oh, um, heart rate went down, and then while I'm on the table, they were about to do a C-section. Every I heard a bunch of beats, and all I remember was saying, "Jesus, just keep us." And they said it's about to go quick, and I saw the mask coming down, and I didn't remember none of the first night. I I I remember seeing her barely, but I was I was out and recovering. I almost died, but God, but God, but God, but God, but God, but God. So it's been a journey, but. <laughs> made it and y'all well, one thing we can say is that you have had a journey oh <laughs> just wow that's a lot okay so you've had your medical issues got pregnant your daughter's six now mm-hmm. so what is are you st- do you still deal with pcos like symptoms now after you've given birth i do so i was told okay so my mom dealt with and didn't really realize she dealt with it. her cysts were more kind of on the outside of her body like she would get lumps and stuff Mm. and um now but for me um because I was told as a mom if you have it more than likely your your daughter if you have a girl your daughter's gonna have it um Mm. if it if it's genetically you know like if your mom had had to deal with cysts and things like that um my prayer was that she didn't have to go through it but honestly I'm already seeing a few signs like acne and a bunch of she has a hair pattern that I have. So I'm still oh, praying against it. Yeah, like she yeah, yeah. she has hair on her toes and all of that. And it's just like, ugh. But yeah, I, <laughs> I still don't get a cycle. The funny part is, here's the thing. I get a cycle only every year by itself. It comes on by itself one time a year. And the one time of year it comes by itself. And I say it's God's reminder to me that he has me. Is during our church consecration when we fast for oh, 52 wow. days. When we fast for those 52 days every single year, that is the time it pops on by itself. No birth control, no progesterone pills. It comes on by itself every year. Do you think that's tied to your diet? It is. You're changing your diet? Okay. I, it is. I, I was told, I'm going to be honest, I, I was told I pretty much have to cut out everything and eat like a rabbit. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that, but when I'm forced <laughs> to do that, I can, I can see the results. I, I can see, I, I can definitely see the result, results. But yeah, they told me I, I can't eat anything. Nothing with sugar. I'm not supposed to have no sugar, like none, zip, zero, none. Um, wow. Only water. Uh, you know, so, and oh, and another thing that came about with the PCOS too is um, the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So um, later on, I was just diagnosed with that about two years ago. And mm. yeah, all of it, I found out that all of it can be tied to the PCOS with the insulin resistance. Your body can't process the blood sugars and things like that. And that stuff turns into fat that's stored on your liver. So you have an alcoholic fatty liver, but then you have the non-alcoholic fatty liver, which mm. can be reversed with a good diet. 
though. Pray for your girl. <laughs> we're praying for you. We are praying for you. We understand though. Like, yeah. like we understand. Struggle is real. Struggle is real. It is. It is. But that's my story. Wow. A big part of it. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> Amazing story. To God be the glory. Yes. 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 For all the things. He yes. Absolutely. Indeed. Indeed. Like, I don't want nobody but God. Like, mm-hmm. that's one. Okay, God, you real for real. Like, that's for right. real. For real. That's right. That's you right. got half, You got one ovary with sis. Mm-hmm. And then God's like, yep, I'm going to bless you with this baby. I heard your prayers. That's that, right. That's a reminder that wow. you know God hears our prayers he mm-hmm. hears us mm-hmm. and so we should never fret and it's never going to be the way we thought it was going to be right that's right <laughs> that's exactly right because you definitely didn't think you would be pregnant in the midst of have in the hospital and having 15 million cis burst I all sure did. I didn't yes. I didn't. And the funny part is the, the ultrasound tech and I, we were literally sitting there talking. We were talking about having faith, trying to conceive. And I was telling her, because at that time I was blogging on YouTube about mm-hmm. the trying to conceive journey. And I was telling her, she was just, she was like, just have faith. You just never know when and what God's going to do. I'm telling you that night in that room, it was just God all in there. I fell to the floor. Mm-hmm. She cried. She started crying before she was shaking. She she wow. got the call from from downstairs. We had just been talking about it. She was like, "It's gonna happen, Miss Glover." And she got the call and said, "Cause she said she thought she saw something, but she wasn't very sure if that was a baby. She didn't want to say anything. But then right. that's when she got the call from downstairs that said my pregnancy test turned out positive, and she cried. Wow. She boohoo cried because we had just oh, literally God. just had." Wow. talk and about how God is and how faithful he is and while she's in there doing her ultrasound we're just talking and speaking faith and talking about how good he is and the next thing she's telling me to go ahead and straighten myself up I'm putting on my clothes she's on the phone and she hangs up the phone and there's silence and she was like Miss Glover Miss Glover and I was like yeah she was like Miss Glover I said what's wrong and she turned around and said you're pregnant I, 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 fell fell to the, I did. I fell, I fell to the floor. I fell to the floor. I fell to my knees. I said, do not play with my emotions. Don't do that. And she started crying. And that's how I knew it was real. Oh she my said, God. God. Did it. She said, God did it. She said, I thought I saw something. I thought I, I thought I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to say anything. And she that's when she printed off the pictures and she showed me. And oh, I just praise God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So she was and implanted. To mm-hmm. And to think that that moment for her could have strengthened her faith. Like she could That's have been right. on the fence about something. And that was the moment that God was like, okay, I need to show up for That's this right. young lady. That's right. Oh my That's God. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. That is so amazing. Yes, he yes, is. So, I, I encourage myself with that story all the time. It's like, okay, be reminded. Yes. He has you. Why are you tripping? Like, <laughs> exactly. He has come through area. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, talking, thinking about faithfulness of God and just, you know, how God always has us and how we always get so afraid because we can't control the narrative. We can't control yes. the situation. 
And so when we feel like it's out of our control, that's exactly when God steps in. And and, well, God is always in control of everything, Mm -hmm. but it just shows you his power, his um, omnipresence, his omnipotence, his omniscience. You know, and that he is a good father and he loves us um, unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just to just have that little bit bit of faith and all he asks us to do is trust him. Like, you know, it's so simple. (laughs) It's like, pray for it and trust me. I got you (laughs) in my word. I said, I got you. That's right. Right. Just believe me. And I think that's the whole anyway, because God is like, if you are able to do it, you would have done it by now. But Mm -hmm. since and we know God is extra because he's just God like that. He's like, okay, I'm going to do this this way. And That's I'm just right. going to blow my life up and it's going to be okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. That's Man. Exactly right. <laughs> Love your testimony to wonder. Oh, it, is, God. it is amazing. It is very encouraging for me, the single woman. Yes. Picky. <laughs> no <honey>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm praying. I'm praying. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Uh, that that in itself and like you said earlier you were saying that you know God had you to go through that through that in mm-hmm. order for you to be a testimony to so many others and so just um you know just by sharing your story I'm not sure how many women you've shared it with but I'm so sure that whoever you share it with they will be blessed mm-hmm. and their faith will be strengthened mm-hmm. and that they will be reminded that their father, our father, hears them That's right. just like him. Yeah, I love that. That's right. And that's so key, just knowing that God hears us. Because sometimes we be like, okay, God, I know I know, I prayed this last week. Right, mm-hmm. right. And a week before that, and a week before that too. But did you hear me? Right, right, right. I done walked the carpet. I done screamed out loud. I done cried. Right. Right. I've done every type of prayer. Right. <laughs> the prophet done prayed over me. The bishop done prayed over me. I got right. 10 gallons of oil poured on my head <laughs> yes trust and believe and God, and God be like daughter I heard you the first time you don't have to right. saying the same exact thing that's right. Right. It rem- that's right it reminds me of like a child that constantly says mommy I want this mommy I want this mommy that's I want right. this you're like I, mm-hmm. I heard that. like what are we doing that's right <laughs> absolutely that's exactly and I just, right. I just imagine God in heaven being like okay yeah I heard you. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Like, I got this. I got this. Right, and that's so key because I think a lot of times, um, especially with a lot of women that are waiting, mm-hmm. it's the waiting that does us. And it's not even yeah. the, the yeah. or anybody. So it's the waiting that does us. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like, okay, God, you said it. And then we'll be good for like a good month or two. That's but right. Month we were like, God, did you really? God, are you there? God, what happened? God, yes. you God, why? Right. Why not? Why not hurt? We could just go through all this stuff, and God right. is like, I'm, I'm taking care of it. Let, let me do my job. That's you right. just stay obedient. You just trust me, and I got the rest covered. That's right. Amen. That's Amen. Right. And it also puts limitations on God when we do that because it's like Mm -hmm. he's the God of the universe. He Mm -hmm. he created the doggone universe, (laughs) y'all. Like he created everything. Like 
things that we don't even know in our fine our our, our finite minds right, beyond earth and we tripping that's tripping. right that's right that's and exactly. it don't be like light tripping we be tripping hard, hard. Yeah. We, 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 we be tripping so hard we, we be doubting that he's real like how did right. how did we go from trying to have a baby to doubting god is real like this exactly <laughs> Questioning your whole faith, everything. And then it'll be like like God will bless you for, with something that you were praying for like years ago, and then you'll be like, Well, you know, you remember this other prayer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're praying that one. We ready yet? We ready? That's no, right. we're not ready. Okay. <laughs> that is right. So, and I, I literally just imagine God being like, Can I have my timetable back, right. please? Right. <laughs> Your timetable is a little messed up. So get back on my timetable and do it this way because I right. have perfected this timetable thing. I know what I'm doing. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Wow, Tawanda. Wow, wow, wow. If yeah. you were talking to a young lady and she had a story similar to yours, mm -hmm. what advice would you give her? Trust God. Trust mm -hmm. God. Don't be anxious. Amen. Don't allow your anxiousness, your curiosity, because for me, it was a curiosity of, I just want to see. And in order for me to really see if I can have a baby, I need to be married so I can have sex legally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, keep it all the way real on this podcast. I'm serious. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> because I, and, 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 and I'm going to tell you, and I, I pray I am speaking to somebody because my mentality was, okay, if I if I go out there and just fornicate and continue fornicate, he's not going to bless that, right? So let me bring in the legalities, uh, the spiritual legalities. <laughs> okay, God, can I have a husband? Okay, can, if I can have a husband now, then I just do, 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 do. And, you know, you're blessing with a baby. And, and that, that <laughs> those were my thoughts. But I would tell them, to trust God and if they don't have a relationship with God seek out one because that's going to be your biggest help keep the faith stay positive and yeah the biggest thing is don't allow your anxiousness to overpower what he says that's good mm -hmm. that is really good because you know of course we know Philippians tells us not to be anxious for anything uh -huh. but uh -huh. in, in theory that's great but mm -hmm. when it's two o'clock in the morning and you're like, God, well, I don't got a baby. Why? That's you know, right. You'd mm -hmm. be like, what's up? So that's mm -hmm. really good. Don't be, don't let your anxiousness overpower what God says. Mm -hmm. That's key that's because right. when we start being anxious, when we start getting worried and mm -hmm. we start talking about timetables and all these yes. biological talks yeah. and all of this, then that's how the enemy can start putting thoughts in our mind. And when we start doing stuff we were never supposed to do that's exactly right that and i call i call that like the the rebecca effect like mm -hmm. stop trying mm. to fix it you know rebecca yeah for isaac and and jacob and, and, and right. uh, isaac and esau uh, 
And God had already orchestrated. He already had a plan. That's right. But Rebecca was like, yep. nope, I'm going to do it this way. Do Sarah did the up, same yeah. thing. Yep. Sarah, Sarah was like, <laughs> first acted. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, Jacob and Esau, I'm sorry, not Isaac and Esau, but Jacob and Esau. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, and, and it's that generational thing because you see it, you know, as you continue to read the, the scriptures. But We've got to get to a place to say, if God promised you a baby, if you're single, if God promised you a baby, would he not not be true to his word where he knows that he wants um, there to be marriage? He would have a husband for you. That's so right. if there's a baby right. involved, he's going to make sure that your husband is in place. That's if, right. Um, and if your husband's already in place, he knows a timetable for when you're going to have a baby. You just never know how our life is going to pan out. And so God already knows that path. That's that, right. you know, he, he said in Jeremiah, I know the plans mm-hmm. I have for you, plans to, right. for you, to give you a hope and a future. So if he's already got that path um, planned for us, if we're just taking a little, if we, what we feel like is taking forever, because, you know, ain't nobody want to be having no baby at 45 or 46. Right, right, right. But God can make you live till like 102. And yeah, so, you know, he can give you the energy that you need. And all you have to do is be like, okay, Lord, I'm having this baby at 46. That's you know, right. I'm, I'm a little slower than I was yesterday. <laughs> so I'm going to need to out. <laughs> right. That's and right. that's true. My cousin actually had her first baby at 47 or 48. Wow. 47. Wow. At 40. Yep. That's and so amazing. God got this. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, if you didn't get nothing else out of this episode, know this. God got you. Amen. Um, that's what it is. Because um sitting here or wherever you are thinking like, oh, God doesn't love me. Oh, I'm not worthy. Take I really want us to get out of the mindset of unworthiness when it comes yeah. to infertility. Please. I know it's hard because we've been so conditioned to think that motherhood is like the cream of the crop. And it is. Motherhood is great. I can only imagine how joyful it is. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not your whole identity. We have to get Mm -hmm. out of this, get out of that uh, saying that, oh, because I just want to become a mother because that's my purpose. No, Mm -hmm. that's not that. That may be part of your purpose, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure God has a little bit more for you to do. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my last question, Tawanda. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, let's get in the habit of congratulating things outside of marriage and motherhood and buying a new house. Like, I feel like those are like, they're big things, not to discredit those because they deserve the kudos that they get. But I feel like, as a society, if I say I started a new business, I get like 10, 10 likes, you know, woohoo, girl. If I say I have a baby, it's like 2000 likes and girl, congratulations, we're gonna send you something, you know. So I feel like as a society, we have to, to kind of shift and congratulate other accomplishments as well. And I think that's probably where we'll be able to get to a place where people are like, oh, okay, everything that we've got going on, it will break that mentality of I'm a failure if I can't get married or I'm a failure if I can't be a mother. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, count yourself, count your accomplishments and and encourage yourself and encourage others too. 
But yeah, that's good, Alicia. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with our, the mindset as a society, but also our individual mindsets too. Because society can mm-hmm. say whatever they want to say, but that doesn't mean that we have to take that on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do. We we take on the, oh, I'm not worthy because I haven't gotten pregnant and I've been married for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we got to get out of that mindset. We have to get to a point where we realize that our worth is not predicated on if we become a mom or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That our worth is predicated because Jesus died on the cross. That That's mm-hmm. what makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a bonus. That's, That's right. Exactly That's right. right. Everything else is a bonus. And so I think we just have to realize that that mother, uh, as great as motherhood is, it's not salvation. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Motherhood That's exactly is, right. is, is not going to save us. It's not going to get us into heaven. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have to realize that if God allows us to be a mom, that is mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't, it doesn't mean he loves us any less. That's it doesn't right. mean that he's punishing us because we have to get out of the mindset that, oh, I'm being punished for something that I did back then. Child, if you repented, mm-hmm. if you said, Jesus, I'm sorry, I repent, I'm turning away from my sins, you're good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're good. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we have to get out of that that purgatory mind because that's a purgatory mindset mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. okay, I did this. 10 years ago, and even though I've come to Christ, even though I've given my life to Christ, even though I've repented of all my sins, I'm now, I'm now paying for it. No. Mm-hmm. Like the song says, Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. Not, That's it. Not That's one it. thing that, we did that was not paid with the cross. That's right. And so when we remember that and when we say, you know what? Okay, let me change my mind about this because clearly something is not adding up. Then I think we can we can stop saying that and stop thinking that we're unworthy. Um, yeah. That's right, absolutely. So, Tawanda, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you so yes. so much for thank coming. You so much. No, thank you for having me. It, it is a, a pleasure and a privilege. Thank you so much for having me. I've had fun. Yes. Thank you. It was fun. I learned a lot. I learned Tawanda was about that life. She was like, look, you want to get married or not? Like, like, what is we doing? Okay. All day long. (laughs) She was about that life. Okay. Yes. My anxiousness was screaming. And listen, yours showed up in the form of a husband, but if, if some of us are honest, some of us, ours is showing up in IVF treatments, that's ours right. is showing up in researching mm. adoption, but that's not what God mm. said. That's now, right. let me preface this, there's nothing wrong with any of those options. Right. My issue comes in when you use those options as a, a last resort because you don't right. want to wait on God. Right. That's that's because right. God can use any one of those avenues that's for right. us to have a baby, and we'll right. be it'll be well. But we just have to make sure that that's exactly what God wants. That's right. Uh, so yeah, y'all, we don't preach, we don't laugh. We don't, <laughs> we we have can take up an offering. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Offering, if you send us an offer, we'll be thankful. <laughs> but had fun on this episode. I mm-hmm. pray that something um, was said that has given you a new perspective 
at the very least, it's caused you to pray. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, Tawana, can you just pray us out for a little bit? I sure can. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come to you on tonight. We tell you thank you. God, I thank Thank you you. for Alicia and Jerry, Alicia, right now. God, I ask that you just continue to bless them, oh God. Thank you for putting the burden in their heart to just help, just to talk about issues, oh God, that are hard. The things that we like to hide and don't want anyone to see. God, I thank you for them now. And I ask you to give them a special blessing just for doing this. We thank you for the thousands of lives that are going to be blessed even now. God, I thank Mm -hmm. you for the ministry that you're birthing in them, oh God. The deliverance that's going to take place in the minds and hearts of women all over the world. God, we honor you. We thank you. We give your name the praise. God, I know we're recording this in 2020, God, but we thank you for the women that's going to hear this in 2025, 2030, oh Lord. Allow it to bless them the same as it has blessed us on tonight, oh God. Allow it to have the same impact even then, oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I speak now to every woman, oh Lord, that is on their trying to conceive journey, oh God, or their journey to motherhood, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for comforting their hearts even now, comforting their minds even now, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for your presence, oh God, being right where they are, even now. Dispatch your angels around about them, around their home, oh God. Comfort them, oh God. Change your angels to minister to them, even now, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, where there's anxiousness, oh God, I ask that you calm their spirits, oh Lord. Calm them, oh God, and allow them to focus on you, oh Lord, and not to let motherhood be the only focal point, oh God, but that it's only an added bonus, oh God, an added benefit, oh God, as we focus focus and keep our eyes on you and we attentive to what you would have us to do in this hour. God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We glorify you. you. We honor you. We magnify you now. God, we thank you that this is just the beginning. We thank you for stadiums being packed out, oh God. We thank you for podcast after podcast, oh God, being spun off, even off of this, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for soldiers being bold even now, oh God. Empower them in their lives even more oh God, to stand firm, oh Lord, and to help women, oh God, everywhere, to help marriages everywhere, to help families everywhere, to help relationships, relationships, oh God, to help the singles everywhere, oh God. We thank you now, oh Lord, for this ministry, oh God. We thank you now, oh God, for blessing this platform, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, someone wants to give up, oh now, and God, we ask, oh Lord, that as we pray even now, God, you penetrate and pierce their hearts, oh God. Yes, you penetrate God. and pierce their spirits, oh God, even yes, now, oh Lord, and inject them, oh God. Increase their faith even the more, oh God. Yes, Jolt God. their spiritual man even now, oh God, even though yes, their flesh God. is weak, Lord. I ask that you just invigorate their spiritual man even now, oh yes, God. God. Recharge yes, and refresh them now, oh God. Recharge and refresh their faith now, oh God. Someone's waiting yes, on a husband, oh Lord. Someone's yes, waiting on a spouse. God, we thank you, Lord God, that anxiousness is not getting in the way. God, help your people to hear your voice clearly. Help them all even now, oh God, to know that it's you, oh God, to seek your face, oh Lord, and not look at biological clock and not look at their clocks, oh God, in the name of Jesus, because there's a difference, oh Lord, between Kairos and Kronos, oh God. 
God. God, one is your time and the other is this time. And God, we thank you that everything that you've done, everything that you're going to do, you've already released it in Kronos and you're waiting up in Kairos, oh God, and you're waiting for the coming. We're waiting for it, oh God, in Kronos time, oh Lord. And we thank you for it now, for meeting during its divine time. We thank you for it now that the bodies are lining up, oh God, lining up themselves even now, God, to birth that that you would have them to birth, whether it's spiritually or naturally, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we magnify you now, Roboko, we magnify you now, God, and we give your name the praise, we thank you now, we speak it with authority, we thank you now that their desires, oh God, that they line up, oh God, with your will, oh Lord, that they line up with your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for positioning them now. We thank you for positioning their hearts, oh God, positioning the minds of your people, oh Lord, to know the day and the time and the hour, oh God, and the season that they're currently in, that they're not anxious and wanting for things that are outside of the time frame, but that they're anxious, oh God, but that they're calm, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus and patiently waiting on you, even when the wait gets hard. We thank you now, Lord. We give your name the honor. We give your name the glory. We magnify you now, God. Allow their lives to be changed, oh God. Don't allow them to listen to this podcast, oh God, and they go back the same way that they came on. But we thank you now, God. We thank you now for strength. We thank you, God, for peace. We thank you, God, for encouragement. Even now, in the name of Jesus, we glorify you and we magnify you. We thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Child, I wasn't ready for all that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I think I don't follow up to that prayer. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got to follow up to that. Tawana has said, y'all, I, we just pray that something on this podcast has encouraged your heart on today. If you need or want to be surrounded by other women that really, truly understand what you be going through, I, we do invite you to join the Womb Prep private group. Tawanda and Alicia can tell you about it. I'm not going to I'm not going to boast about my own group because it doesn't seem like I'm praying. But no, we, in this group, we, it gets real. Uh, we yeah. do stuff in a group. Right now, we're in the fruit of the spirit. It don't feel good all the time, but it's always for our good because God always has something for us. So yeah. if you want to be a part of a sisterhood that really understands what you're going through, and we'll pray for you, we'll um, mentor you, and all the other good stuff, then definitely um, request to join the Womb Prep private group on Facebook. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Womb Prep. This concludes this episode of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.